the Slattery Quads in Cahirconish making their first communion this Saturday and our own Sandra visited their home and chatted to parents Grace and James about how their lives change with quadruplets and how the communion preparations are going. It's been chaotic. It's been a lot more than what I thought, I suppose. I suppose when it started, I was trying to convince myself that it's just the clothes that's the extra part of it, but it's just, it's a lot. Like So look, we're nearly there, so... Um, we're getting there slowly but surely. <laughs> yeah, I've done very little, so I'm, 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 my wife is, is brilliant. She's kind of taken control of everything, and, and uh, I suppose everything is organised really through that. I have a small list. Her list is very long, but uh, yeah, I'm still not finished my list. But yeah. we'll get to it. I mean, like when I think about my own family, like we are a family of four. I have two kids. Getting organised to do something, an event or go anywhere is always chaos. It's mayhem. Getting kids out the door. I like, how do you manage? That's that's a big challenge for us all the time. Even just going to soccer or going to school or going to somewhere that's just so simple. It's always chaotic. Trying to make sure everyone has the things they need. Soccer boots, jerseys, whatever it is. So it's always a challenge. It's just being organised all the time. Or trying to be anyway, but... Somehow we managed to get there. We're often late, but we get there. (laughs) When I was talking to the kids, I asked them if people are fascinated by them being quads or if they find it interesting. They said no. (laughs) Do you get a different reaction? Uh, We do. We do. When we're out walking around, I suppose as they've kind of grown up now, uh, I suppose their their own individuality is coming out all right. But when we were smaller, when we were... (laughs) <laughs> when they were smaller we were going under the buggies there was a lot of people watching them and, and coming over talking to us and all that but a lot of people think they're obviously separate ages but when we tell them they're the, the same age the, that's it their, their jaw generally drops and all the questions start then from that point then basically It's clear that they're very different personalities and like how early did you see that they were all very different? Um, very early really I think Lily has always been a little bit more independent I suppose hasn't she than the, mm. the two girls even as babies Lily was kind of coming over helping me with things like a big sister would you know for the younger sibling and the two the two girls then Amelia and Molly are probably the most similar they get on really really well and they have a lot of similar interests and Lucas then is just typical little boy kind of yeah. isn't he He's yeah. sports, sports and mad yeah, yeah. Lego and sports Pokemon chess yeah. they are very different but similar then in other ways you know and they get on really well even though they kill each other as well <laughs> Uh, now I asked them as well if they had like if they could have their wish would they want to be not quads and they said yeah. <laughs> How does it make you feel when you think that they might not want to be quads? Oh look, there's nothing we can do about it. Yeah. <laughs> it is what it I is. don't think it's true because when they're on no. their own, they're missing the rest, aren't they? Yeah, like, like if one of them doesn't go to soccer practice yeah. and the rest of them go within. 30 minutes, mm. the one who's at home with me is kind of saying, when are they back? Yeah. Where? How long more are they going to be? <laughs> so yeah. they definitely miss each other. Yeah. I just think they're so on top of each other all the time, 24-7, yeah. that they don't realise the connection they have with each yes. other yet. I don't think they understand how valuable it is. You know, I think when they get older, that will that will become more apparent to them as they separate a bit more, maybe go to college. And, um, and can you tell me some of the, I suppose, more surprising things about bringing them up so far? We didn't realise we'd have a busy schedule. Monday to Friday, we're constantly going, constantly doing something, aren't we? Every day, constantly, Saturday, yeah. Sunday, between Gaelic football, hurling, soccer, chess on Wednesday night, everything. There's not one night, yeah, I'm not busy. When, when I was pregnant and you're thinking about having quads, it's like, how are we ever going to get through it? How are we going to manage? How are we going to, you know 
talk to each other or how we're going to spend any type of time together like but it's just organization i think mm. isn't it there's a lot of quiet calm moments as well that, that people don't expect <laughs> sometimes must be when it might work is it no but we can have it organized yeah. in routine you know but yeah. no just i suppose dim their their individualities as well the way they're, they're kind of grown up and with the different humours and everything all that like yeah. you know it's fun it is it's a it's fun a house like, fun. it's isn't definitely it? an adventure yeah. telling jokes laughing and messing all the time as you can see so it is quite funny all the time it's pretty cool yeah and the, I suppose the things I thought were going to be a disaster have never been like moving them from cots to beds getting them to sleep the night although that was hard at the start yeah um, toilet training them was so much easier than I thought really yeah, things like that, they just seem to kind of fall into line and copy mm. each other. Clicked. Whereas I thought we'd be months inside the house and we'd never be able to leave. Yeah, getting them out to ride a bike. We did that in two hours, didn't we? Four yeah, we need to teach them all to ride a bike yeah. in one day because you can't and, uh, do one or two and say, no, yeah. the rest of you can wait till yeah. tomorrow. So that was, no, we were exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> just looking back to almost nine years ago, how early on in the pregnancy did you find out? Five and a half weeks because we had a bit of a scare at home. And I'd had, I suppose other unfortunate luck shall we say with previous times so we just went to the hospital quickly um, thinking it was bad news but it wasn't <laughs> they told us there was four heartbeats instead of one and then that's when it all started I suppose just chaos from then and do you remember that moment of being told there's four I do yeah yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a big shock to be honest wasn't it yeah it was a big shock. shock yeah we didn't expect it we were just we, we would have been I suppose we were expecting one and we were hopeful to have one. Yeah. And then to be told we had four. Yeah. It was just amazing, wasn't it? Finish, you know, so. But you had, you'd suffered a miscarriage before you had them. Four miscarriages, one after the other. Yeah. So no, we were through, we went through, we went through the mill, like, you know. Um, so we had no hope when I found out I was pregnant for the fifth time and then it was four babies. We really had no hope. So we didn't, I think you were probably more hopeful than I was, but I was just... I was in such a dark place back then when I think of it like but look we made it through somehow I really think there should be a lot more help out there for early miscarriages like that because you're really given no answers like it's very hard I can completely understand how when you went to that first hospital visit you probably had no hope at all oh I really didn't I really expected to go in there because I'd had a scare at home on this pregnancy I really expected to go in there and just be told it was done. We were just going in as a formality, really. I'd already resigned myself to the fact that the baby was gone. Um, so to be told that there was there was a heartbeat, but there was four heartbeats. <laughs> yeah, it, it was, was the shock because we expected to be we told really that there wasn't, and then yeah. we were. That was the first shock that there was a heartbeat, and we were delighted even just at that. And yeah. And then we couldn't talk. Then we were told there was four, and that, know, yeah. that kind of caught us in the hop, all right? Yeah. yeah. With that, well done, fairness. You know, you do any yeah. situation over the years, in fairness. You know, you're you. You're fairly remarkable in fairness. Like, you take it on, head on, it doesn't yeah. matter. Like, I mean, you're talking about support network. Like, you're your own support network. Like, you, you yeah. deal with what comes towards you, you know what I mean? And, and any time, you, you take it on, head on. It doesn't matter even from the feeds, from organising everything at the start and all the way through it, in fairness. You're amazing in what you do. Like, in fairness, you do a great Thanks job. <laughs> How did you used to feed them, actually, the four of them, if you were here by yourself? I'd have one bowl, one spoon, and the four of them would be in high chairs around me. I'd be in the middle, and I'd just maybe give them a bit of liga in their hands so everyone still had something while I was trying to feed the others. Because by the time you got to the fourth baby, the first one would be screaming if they didn't have something in their hands. So that was kind of the way we did it for a long time. <laughs> until they learned how to feed themselves, I suppose. It was all distraction, always. And still, even now, they're nearly nine, and I'm still 
distract them, distract them, distract yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. the only thing that works. <laughs> and they're all wanting the same thing. So it's just about accepting the situation you're in, I suppose, you know, and thinking outside the box when the, a challenging situation comes along that you figure out a new way to do it because nothing was nothing was going to be the situation I had in my head when I dreamed of becoming a And you work as well, you both work, do you? I've only went back to work in October last year and I'm only part-time, I'm working in the credit union, in St. Aylby's Credit Union here near us. So I haven't worked since since I had them. Because I was going to ask, I was going to say childcare and everything, it just wouldn't be worth it, I imagine. No. And I think I would have went back to work when they started school, when they were about five. I would think I would have tried then, but then COVID started and they were in juniors when the first lockdown hit and we had to, I had to go collect them from school and then we had to do homeschooling and... I actually didn't even think of that. You homeschooled four of them. It's like a mini classroom. It was a disaster. It really was, wasn't it? It was horrible. Even the kids would tell you it was a disaster. Um, yeah, there was days we just couldn't do it. Do you know, it was easier just to, just to try to be at home. And mom, you know, you know, years ago, I imagine you had many ideas and plans in your head for your family. How does it feel? You know, kind of having the family all at the one time. Yeah, it's amazing. It's been such an adventure so far and I'm sure the best is yet to come. So I wouldn't change it for a second. Even the heartache we had before they arrived, I wouldn't change it for a second. It's all been amazing. What an amazing story there and what a privilege it is for us through Sandra to be able to drop in and hear from the quads, obviously, and their parents, Grace and James Slattery. And we wish them the very best and hope they have a great day at the communion this Saturday. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.